Well, hi, everyone. I'm Daniel Williams, senior editor at MGMA, host of the MGMA Podcast Network. We are here today with Steve Freeland. Steve is our MGMA Legislative Liaison of the Year. We're in Nashville, Tennessee for the Leaders Conference. Steve, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so you are also the CEO of the Cancer Care Group that's in Indiana. Let's just get a little bit of your background first, and then we'll yeah. get into the uh, legislative side of things. So tell us a little bit about the practice. The practice is a statewide independent group. It's owned by the physicians. Uh, we cover, um, we, our specialty is radiation oncology. So our, uh, in the oncology world, that's one of the areas of focus. And so um, we're a radiation oncology group. We have 23 physicians on payroll, and we staff 18 hospitals around the state. And our relationship with the hospitals are we are their contracted oncologist for this service. And uh, we currently do not own our own cancer centers. We're partnered with hospitals. So um, I've been the CEO for this will be my 19th year in December. And uh, it's been a, uh, a dream job from day one. Um, uh, absolutely infatuated with this opportunity. My background is I was at a, a large system hospital under Ascension Health, and I was there for 25 years. And I was one of the executives, and uh, I got recruited away. And so uh, I have to say I thoroughly enjoy the independent physician side, having done both sides. And an interesting perspective is I, uh, in the C-suite of the hospital, I, uh, I ran the employed physician for the hospital. So having had the experience of doing it on the hospital side and now doing it on the independent side, I really understand the full spectrum. Uh, that's made my job, I think, much easier because I understand we do so much work with hospitals that having my background makes my understanding of their world uh, far more uh, realistic, and I know how to work with it. And that's contributed to our growth quite a bit. Okay. Now, you said you're 19 years into this role. Yes. So you have carved out your space there as you're entering that 20th year. Yeah. What do you see as your role there? I know you're the CEO. That's the title. But what do you see as your role there? You know, my role is my vision. Okay. And so um, as independents in the world of positions in this world, they're becoming fewer and fewer. And my vision is to give the independent physicians um, a future as independents. And much of the large groups have a lot of capability of staying independent, but the pressures to sell to private equity or to flip to the insurance companies becomes more and more tempting because of the opportunity financially. So my agenda has really been to help the independents become more secure as independents and not find that pressure point to cave in. So I have been leading the charge on many fronts to give the independents a lifeline that they've never had. And we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, I'm certainly known as a, dis a disruptor, and okay. so I enjoy that. And so uh, having been on the hospital side so long and now this side, um, I enjoy change in the market. And so um, my uh, my work that's led me to this interview has been very heavily weighted towards the uh, level of engagement I have with the legislators in India. So I help write bills. I testify on everything that's got a healthcare slant. Um, I redline bills before they go to committee. Um, I testify. Um, I have a very nice relationship with the Speaker of the House who calls me to, to come in his conference room and speak to him one-on-one -on -one about agendas. And a lot of it is you build credibility um, where you're 
value to them is not because you're so biased about something, but you understand the big picture and you can paint the picture for them. So that's really how I see completing my career is continuing to pave yeah. the way. Um, I have a very interesting uh, lens because our group also formed a health insurance company. And we insure other independent physicians with our health plan so that they can have affordable health care for staff. And being one of the founders of that, um, I've learned to look at healthcare through the lens of a payer. And it's a self-insured health plan. Uh, we have about 100 groups. Um, we're, we're amazingly successful. And it's incredibly insightful to learn how healthcare works when you see it through the provider, through the payer, and as an employer. And so that's what made my success with the state house so robust is that I've got all the corners. Well, yeah. Now, interestingly enough, I was staring at your picture <laughs> when we met because up on uh, the next floor uh, near our exhibit hall here in Nashville, we have a beautiful banner of all the award winners for this year's Leaders Conference. You are the legislative liaison of the year. And I turned from looking at your picture and then there you were. And uh, that's pretty serendipitous. It really was. And I just walked over to you and said, Hey, do you want to do an interview? And so I wanted to talk to you about that a little bit. Um, agile as a legislative liaison, you were given us some of the details, but what are some of the main issues that you're involved in right now? Um, Indiana has uh, been riding a wave, the legislators, uh, due to some recent studies that were launched by the Indiana Employer Forum, which is membership-based for large employers, and that ent that entity went after healthcare costs. And they presented, they did a study through the RAND Corporation that showed Indiana was the fourth highest in the country for cost of healthcare, and the legislators felt compelled to act. And so I was called to duty to help understand the drivers of those costs. And I came in and laid the foundation for the physicians so that they had a space in this discussion. And it actually became very um, uh, strategic because the legislators then recognized they needed to do something to move care to the physicians and not be so dependent upon the hospitals because of the cost. So it opened up legislation. And I was front door, back door, and uh, was able to ride the way. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, giving back that volunteerism that you're doing mm -hmm. as a legislative liaison. If somebody's already working at a practice, we know we hear this time and again, burnout, time management issues, mm -hmm. staffing issues. What's your selling point to get other people like yourself on that front line helping uh, with legislative issues? You know, it's tough because uh, being a successful legislative liaison is not just signing up for the legislative liaison role in the state. I learned this because for the first couple of years, I kind of found it as a mundane task. <clears throat> and I didn't have a segue into the state house. Um, you have to figure out how to create a path in and become relationship-based. And that is pretty tough. And I'll say to anybody that's looking at this, if you think you're just going to show up and be in the audience, that's going to be great as a need to know. Mm -hmm but you're not going to be able to have an impact. So you have to find a pathway to get to people who have backdoors to the legislators. And so um, that's the key is to figure out the, the state medical associations are always a good partner because they have these advocacy people and you should be partnering with them and uh, they can take you in. And uh, that's a good segue. And then as you start to create your path, um, we've actually gone as far as to hire a lobbyist 
uh, that represents a lot of our interests. That's been very successful. Uh, the lobbyist that I hired actually got defeated in the state house, and she was the chair of all of the healthcare committees. So everybody respected her as the guru. Yeah. And when she lost her seat, um, I quickly reached out to her and was able to tie her down. And then she became a representative for us. Wow. So, so opportunities just fell in place. But I would say it's a tough role because most people are not going to be very good at it because they don't know how to get plugged into um, the beaten path mm -hmm. to get to the right people. Um, it is a top-down organization in the state house, so you have to learn. I deal mostly with the state, um, but I'm incredibly fluent with the uh, federal. And so I meet with our senators and our elected congressional because they're in town, so I attend their events. Um, you have to become a known face, yeah. and that's the burden of taking on the extra duty. So I would love to teach a course to people on how to become a successful liaison because there is a there's a way you can do it and be, do well, and there's a way you can just be kind of carry the title, wear the flag, and, you know, I think represent. But the trick is impact. What do you got to do to make it? All right. Well, I think that's a great way to end this conversation. But before we completely sign off, I do want to ask you, um, what's going on in Nashville here? You've been talking about what's <laughs> happening, the show itself. You were telling us earlier off camera that... You went for a run today. What else do you have after hours? What are you doing when you're not? Uh, well, I'm turned on because I didn't realize that Broadway was what it is. I didn't realize that music was so good that when I'm walking down the street, I actually stop and just listen. It's it, the talent at the the uh, the locals on uh, Broadway are as good at noon as they are at ten o'clock at night, and that surprised me. And so I've done all the the bars and. Um, just, I just go and listen to me. I'm just absolutely amazed. I was going to take a tour of the city, but I didn't want to give up the opportunity to go down and listen to more of the music. So Bro. yeah, it's well, a great city for this, by the way. It really is. I'm just really excited about this location. I haven't been here on vacation or anything. So this is my first real turn on to Nashville. Okay. Well, Steve Freeland, MGMA's legislative liaison of the year congratulations thank again thank you very much i yeah. am beyond honored um, i don't do this for awards yeah. i do this for passion but i certainly appreciate and i'm thrilled for this award well, we thank you for all the work you're doing and we thank all of you the listeners for being part of this mgma podcast network so this is well, daniel you. yeah a, this is daniel williams signing off from nashville Steve, any final words? You want to say anything else? No, just keep bringing this kind of conference together because this is pretty powerful. I'm really impressed with the quality of the conference. So it'll bring people back. And so I'm excited that um, I was at this one. So thank you very much. Right. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. If you like the work we're doing, please consider becoming an MGMA member. Learn more at mgma.com slash membership.